Hello from Education International in Brussels. This is Ed Voices, a podcast of global education news and advocacy. EI is more than 400 teacher and educator unions and professional associations in 173 countries, representing 32 million members. Here's your host. It was the beginning of 1993, four years after the fall of the Berlin Wall. The world had entered a new era. Political and social organizations quickly realized that change meant opportunity and a chance to shape the future. Education International was born, thus uniting the voice and the force of millions of teachers and educators. Good morning. My name is Mary Hapwood Futrell, and I would like to welcome you to the inaugural World Congress, or Constituent Congress of Education International. We celebrate today one of the most remarkable chapters in the history of international collaboration. We celebrate the triumph of dialogue over discord. Today, we assert our interdependence. We affirm our solidarity. But even as we celebrate, we know that celebration is a luxury we cannot for long afford because we have work to do. We have promises to keep, we have a union to build, and a world to transform. 23 years later, Guy Ryder, director of the International Labour Organization, told EI's 7th World Congress that their efforts had borne fruit. Delegates, Education International has been one of the great success stories of the international trade union movement over the last two decades. It's been the global voice of education workers. Education International has established itself as the voice of the teaching profession. From the global to the local level, from the United Nations to the schools on the ground, EI has become the advocate of free, quality education for all. A very clear vision of what education should be, what it should signify in our societies and in our globalized world. While the ILO's constitution proclaims that labor is not a commodity, and this is the central proposition of our mandate for social justice. Education International proclaims that education is not a commodity. And here, colleagues, is the common ground upon which we stand together. Haldis Holst, Deputy General Secretary of Education International, explains how the voice of the teaching profession has reached the highest levels in the international arena. The International Labour Organization has been very important for Education International ever since we were established. Knowing that the ILO is the oldest United Nations uh, body, it is very important for us because it is the only international institution that regulates the world of work. 
It's both uh, something that is a reference point for us, the conventions that define the rights for our everyday work. It gives them power because there's uh, an international instrument that uh, defines the rights. And that's extremely important. The mechanisms of international politics can be difficult to navigate. EI stands by its members and supports their call for better working conditions and the respect of their trade union and human rights. We always go there with a the delegation, which also has a learning element, that affiliates can be on the ground and see how a tripartite system works. We have supported many cases through the, through the years. We have more or less every year when we are at the ILO conference, there are cases on the floor. I believe last year we had Ecuador as a case. And it's, it's connected to the right to, uh, to organize in, after your own will, in your own free uh, union, and that you decide, not the government decides, which union you organize in. When the government of her country decided to illegalize her union, Rosana Palacios, national president of UNE Ecuador, took her case to the ILO with the support of EI. The registration of our executive board has been refused. The organization has been dissolved by a decree. Our offices ransacked and closed, and the government has proceeded to sell our buildings. The government's intention is clear. It is seeking to destroy the representative teachers' organization. Our cooperation must be firmly rooted in our common conception and commitment to basic human rights. International law proclaims universal education as a basic right, and your members work for its realization, day in, day out. Experience, too, tells us that often in situations of violence and of conflict, it is teachers who fall victim to the cruelest repression either because of their role in communities, for the ideas that they espouse, or simply because imparting knowledge is intolerable to the extremists and the obscurantists. One of the cornerstones of EI's support to its members is the defense of trade union rights in every country of the world. I would say that that is the, the bottom line, the right to be unionized. We know that the most contentious topic the later years has been the right to strike, where there is a real ongoing uh, discussion on whether or not the right to strike or to go use industrial action as a weapon uh, when you are a union is under dispute. I really hope that workers around the world keep that right. And so to all of your organizations, who have lost colleagues to violence, to repression, or to inhumanity, I pay tribute. I hope that Education International's success story will continue, and I'm sure that it will, because it will benefit the people you represent, the people to whom you provide education, and our societies as a whole. Sometimes the work within the international institutions, the advocacy, in front of the United Nations and other stakeholders is not enough. On numerous occasions, EI has had to step in to prevent education union leaders from being incarcerated, helping free teachers from repression, unfair imprisonment, and sometimes even political assassination.
Sakina S. Yilmaz was General Secretary of AET Sen before seeking exile in Germany. Her partner also lost his job as a teacher. The union supports him with part of his former salary. I work for the right of a child to be trained in its mother tongue. The court told me that the Kurdish organization PKK demands this, so are you supporting them, a terror organization? She had to travel hidden in a truck to flee the threat of a three-year prison sentence, an unjust conviction because of her work in the union and partly due to her efforts to counter Islamization. We support a more scientific education in school. However, the local authorities keep cooperating with the mosques and staging projects for schools. This caused religious events to become school events where pupils had to participate. After we found out, we filed lawsuits against them. In only a few months after her escape, during more than 40 events that were staged with her by unions and other organizations, Sakina Esen Yilmaz has informed thousands of visitors about her views on the situation in Turkey. Representatives of seven European unions and Education International traveled to Ankara to emphasize how union and civil rights are being oppressed in Turkey. How this host? Education International. Trying to have meetings with authorities, with different embassies and so on, particularly addressing the situation with the, the thousands of teachers and academics which have been dismissed without any rights to even challenge the dismissal. And losing their, their pay, their income, their livelihood overnight. EI affiliates are present in more than 170 countries around the world. The hardships teachers and educators are confronted with is often related to war, political persecution, or authoritarian rule. But in some regions, schools face the additional challenge of natural disasters. December the 26th, 2004. Banda Aceh, Indonesia. An underwater earthquake in the Indian Ocean has triggered a massive tsunami. It is one of the deadliest natural disasters in recorded history. About 2,300 Achenese teachers and 20,000 students, swept away by giant waves, are among the 230,000 dead in 11 countries, with Indonesia and Sri Lanka being hardest hit. Five years on and Banda Aceh has been transformed by human endeavour and a massive wave of international solidarity and aid. In partnership with Oxfam Novib of the Netherlands, EI has rebuilt and equipped 35 public primary schools in the Banda Aceh area. EI and Oxfam also built eight schools in tsunami-devastated Sri Lanka. The groundbreaking project included trauma counselling, scholarships and teachers' training for thousands of tsunami survivors. Aloysius Matthews. Education International. In the history of Education International, we have never undertaken this in other countries anywhere in the world. And we decided that we will provide good, excellent schools for the people and children of Archie. Nicholas Richards, Education International. This was totally different. It was a holistic project that had five 
core elements. The most visible of them was the buildings. What happened within the buildings and what happened in the relation between teachers, students and community was the most important thing. At elementary school 31 in Banda Aceh, the tsunami swept away the entire second floor of the old school and dumped it in a field half a kilometer away. Seven teachers and staff and almost all the 169 school kids were killed. The Ache project had major input from many of Education International's affiliates and is testimony to the continuing power of international solidarity. EI's International Solidarity Fund awarded over 3,000 scholarships to needy pupils. Welsh school children donated sporting equipment. Malaysian teacher unions supplied textbooks and other learning materials. And many other affiliates contributed in countless ways. The overarching framework for EI affiliates to deliver quality education is set by the United Nations Sustainable Development Policy. It sets priorities for educators globally. From 2013 to 2015, EI embarked on its boldest lobbying campaign ever to persuade the United Nations to adopt free quality education as a standalone goal in the 2015 Sustainable Development Goals. It was far from being an easy task, but the aim was clear, to make sure that the international community honours education for what it is, a human right to which all are entitled. Can I say, first of all, on behalf Gordon Brown, of former General Prime Minister of the UK and United Nations Special Envoy on Global Education, addressed participants at the inauguration of the EI Campaign for Quality Education in 2013. To congratulate you on the timing of this new campaign, just over two years before we have to complete the Millennium Development Goals, to emphasise the importance of access and quality to education is the most important thing that teachers around the world can do. Now, everywhere I go in the world, when I see young girls and boys in need, I see teachers determined to help them. Whenever I see young children who are laid low by child labor and the slavery of having to work when they should be at school, I see teachers who are desperate to rescue them. So I want to thank Education International for its work in every country of the world in promoting not only the needs of teachers, but the right of every child to education. And your internationalism is such that you see very clearly that an injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And I also want to thank teachers, because in the last 30 or 40 years, when other causes have been in fashion, when sometimes the needs of education have been neglected, you have stood firm for the right of every child to education, but more than that, for universal, free, compulsory, quality education. And I think you are being proven right in everything that you have stood for over these years. Fred van Leeuwen, General Secretary, Education International. And for me, that campaign was in, in fact a, a test whether we as international organization would be able to mobilize our members. Uh, I wasn't sure that that would work, but it did. Um, 
and I, I must say that I, I was surprised that this campaign um, played such an important role in persuading the United Nations to accept the idea that quality education for everybody would be one of the sustainable development goals because in 2012-2013 we had talks with them and there was no intention whatsoever that education should be um, one of these one of these goals and it was public opinion that we were able to mobilize through our membership in many countries and political pressure that our member organizations were able to exert on their national governments that caused the UN to actually change its mind. So, you know, that was a very gratifying experience. After 25 years, EI has established itself not only as a leading voice of the teaching profession, but as an international stakeholder in education policy, as the guardian and defender of human and trade union rights and free quality education for every child. Its strength derives from the determination, solidarity and hard work of its members that Mary Futrell referred to during her opening speech back in 1993, when she summoned a brand new organization to take responsibility for itself, its members and society. That spirit lives on. We have brought to life a brand new organization. And having given birth, we now become its guardians. Our decision demonstrates our understanding that we must remember now and forever that when the issue is the liberation and the education of the children of the world, that we stand together. Our decision signals our understanding that when the issue is the freedom and the dignity of working men and women, we must speak and act as one. And as my first official act as your president, I would ask all of you to remember that we have a solemn responsibility to keep the faith with our predecessors, with all the men and women who have struggled and those who have died for the cause of workplace justice. Let us never forget all those who waged the centuries-long quest for the right to simple, simply come together as we are here in this hall, the right to bargain collectively, the right to strike, the right to be treated with dignity and respect, and who gave to this cause their full and lasting devotion. To get the latest global education news and advocacy, subscribe to Ed Voices on your favorite podcast app or anytime on SoundCloud. And as always, tell a friend, spread the word, and please give us a review on iTunes. Bye for now. Bye.